All right, welcome to the 423 Soccer Pod. This is our first episode one of the 423 Soccer Pod. And I guess I introduce myself. I'm Jim, uh, a.k.a. Chattagooner on Twitter, and you are? I'm Todd, a.k.a. Great Footballer. He's also on Twitter. So uh, you can find us there. So first, I, you know, I'll uh, just talk a little bit about what, what we want to do from a structure standpoint. And, you know, I think... We typically, as we go forward, we'll do like 15 minutes on CFC and uh, where we see maybe CFC's place in the soccer landscape, uh, bring in some articles that we might be reading, talk about the games, um, and and maybe we have a chance to kind of go back and review some games, um, you know, more, you know, kind of more completely than we do uh, right as our, after we do our rant, you know, right after the game. Uh, and, and, you know, and then kind of take some questions from you guys, from folks in Chattanooga, from folks all around about CFC. Uh, I'm going to be talking to some folks. I'd love to talk to some folks about their CFC experience, what drove, what kind of brought them to the club. Um, you know, as Todd says, their CFC testimony. Yes, our CFC testimonies. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, so we'll talk to folks about that. Um, you know, kind of the, or the community around the club, I think it's really important. So I think it's something that we have to, we'll have to spend some time on uh, in the future. So first, um, you know, I'll, I'll put it over to Todd and have him kind of a little bit talk, talk a little bit about his CFC journey. And then um, I'll share kind of where I come from. So uh, I came, uh, I remember when CFC started, like back around 2009, obviously, uh, coming in. And I remember hearing, you know, people showing up for these games. And uh, I started playing soccer uh, in North Georgia. I went to North, graduate of Northwest Whitfield in uh, Whitfield County, uh, Bruin Prod. And uh, so I remember hearing about these games. And uh, to be fair, I didn't come for probably uh, a couple of years. And then my wife uh, and I travel for a couple of years. So when I came back in 2013, I'd been following, you know, online and everything. And uh, when I came back, I kind of started going to games and, and really just fell in love with the spirit of the team and having uh, a local team to pull for is something I'd I'd always wanted. Uh, you know, I didn't really have anything, uh, any connection to any MLS teams or any uh, team in any other league, in, in, even in Europe. So to have a local boys to, call, to pull for was uh, something really nice. And then to see the collective spirit and uh, that the Chattahooligans bring and just the community uh, just really just brought me in and uh, has kept me there. But you played when you were younger, right? Yeah, I started playing when I was in high school. Uh, really didn't even – yeah, I played when I was really small. You know, maybe like six or seven, didn't play again until I was in high school. And uh, we were terrible uh, back in the day. I know, uh, I know Northwest. I know they won the state championship last year. Uh, we were in no way ever going to win anything. <laughs> we we celebrated when we scored a goal. So hey. U.S. Women's National Team didn't have anything on our celebrations for goal. one goal. Okay. Goals are important. <laughs> yeah, yes, they are. Goals change lives. Well, um, you know, I I came to CFC really through my kids. Uh, so I've we've uh, my wife and I have lived in the Brainerd area for a while and. Our youngest, or excuse me, our oldest son kind of came to us when he was in fifth grade and leave, just leaving fifth grade and said, hey, I'm going to try out for the middle school soccer team. I'm like, what is this? You're, you're a baseball player. And so he, he played um, middle school ball, uh, started to um, follow a club that you might you might could guess uh, of uh, an English club that I might follow as well as CFC by my handle on Twitter. So we were Arsenal fans, and so we kind of fell in love with Arsenal, fell in love with, you know, I kind of re-fell in love with soccer. I played it when I was young, and um, 
I guess it was around, uh, you know, we, so we knew of CFC in, in 09, but did not attend a game in 09. We, I followed from a distance. I, I would watch, uh, kind of catch the news coverage and, and talk to some folks. I knew some people who were involved with the club, um, but really didn't go. In 2010, you know, we kind of we started going to matches and went to maybe a handful of matches in 2010. I think 11 was really when we went to every match. I can't remember when season tickets started. I, I, they may have started in 09. I don't remember. But I don't think we got season tickets, in a, and I think we went to all the games. And then twelve, I think, is the first year we got season tickets, and we've been we've been going ever since. And um, the you know we, we sit right next to the Chattahooligans. I've not sat in that section. Uh, I like to uh, I really like to sit way up high, but I'm not allowed to do that anymore because uh, the kids and and the wife like to sit close. And the and the we kind of we've built a like a community around our little section of where we sit. So. Um, you know, so I, I, you know, that's kind of what, how I got into it, and and have really kind of fallen in love with the club. And um, you know, my boys have played for the academy, and uh, my youngest one will be kind of playing his last year of club ball this year uh, with the academy. He took a year off from the academy and played rec for a year, but wanted to come back, and and uh, so he's doing that. So that's kind of my CFC journey. I would be really interested to hear from folks. Um, you know, if you will kind of share share with us yours um, on our our Twitter account, we do have a Twitter account. You can certainly at me or at Todd at our own. But we have uh, CFC. Excuse me, not CFC. The four two three soccer pod, four two three soccer pod on Twitter. So follow us there. Uh, add us. Let us know kind of what your CFC jersey was, and uh, because we like to. Kind of, I think that's what makes CFC important to the community. It's it really is community driven and. Um, it's kind of a Chattanooga zone. So. Yeah, I think that's going to probably be a recurring theme is overall you know, sense of community, sense of, uh, sense of being and, and being part of something larger. I, I guess kind of my high point as a CFC fan uh, was actually you know, a loss in that 2015 uh, title match against Cosmos B. But you know, that was kind of like I could, I could see – it was a culmination of so many things and you could see what it could become. And it was just like, wow, this is magical. No matter what happens, this is magical. Yeah, it was, it was, it was almost like we can't lose. I mean, even if we lose the match, we didn't lose because you look around and, and the people who were there and the feeling you got that night was just, uh, I mean, it was amazing. I mean, it really was amazing. And, and, you know, unfortunately I look back now, it was, it was somewhat of a high point. I, you know, and I'm, we'll, we'll get on this, you know, a, a, a kind of my concerns over the past year or so, and we don't have to talk about, you know, the other club coming on and and causing some of that that consternation. But, you know, I I want to see the club get back to that kind of that feeling that we had that night, and I and it's 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 um it's it's something that we're going to talk about. I think as we go forward, um, because we we do I think we we need the club needs to kind of take a next step, and mm. um and uh. So anyway, so yeah. So next, we wanted to kind of talk about the the matches. We, you know, you're like, hey, why are you guys starting now? Um, now that we've already played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten matches. You know why? You know why? Are you, why are you just doing it now? Because um, I've been saving my allowance. <laughs> yeah, because the equipment Todd wants was, you know, I mean, you know, we're we're you know, it took time to build the studio and. And to you know, you cannot fully appreciate the studio 
over the airwaves, I yeah. assure you. So <laughs> it took time to build the studio. But it, it's something that I've been, I've been, uh, I just threw out on Twitter. I said, hey, um, I started kind of talking about tactics kind of into the wind, really. I didn't think anybody was listening. I started taking screenshots and, and kind of breaking down some goals that I, and, and just really for my own edification and my own education about the game. And then I said, you know what, why is anybody else out there want to talk about this stuff and anybody want to do a podcast? And one sad soul, <laughs> there were a couple of sad souls, but one sad soul reached out, and that was like, what, two weeks ago? Three weeks yeah. ago? Yeah. And Since then, it's come together fairly quickly. And here we are. In my head, it's like I see, you know, you're like on planet Earth just broadcasting this signal out into outer space, and yeah. this one alien streaking through the galaxy, and be like, yeah. oh, I think I detected hey, we life. Have, we've got 40, wait a minute, we've got 47 followers on... 46 have already unfollowed us. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> We've got fifty followers, so we have, we've have broken the fifty follower uh, mark on the on the Twitter. So there, at least, hi mom, I know you're one of them. So uh, you know, at least at least we've got some folks out there. But that's what took us so long, and so we want to kind of talk a little bit about those first handful of matches. Um, and so I don't know, Tato, turn it over to you to kind of talk about you know what kind of what you've thought throughout this first half of the season. I think the first half of the season has been kind of interesting, you know, because the, the games that we played were, were friendlies, and I would say they were against high-caliber competition, but it's always kind of get hard to get a feel for things when it's a friendly and there's no real meaning behind it. Uh, we started off with uh, playing against uh, Guatemalan uh, team Comunicaciones, Comunicaciones uh, which has – they've won a lot of domestic titles uh, back in Guatemala. Uh, had a great turnout for that game. Um uh, CFC ends up losing, if I remember correctly, two to nothing on that one. And uh, but still, it was a good showing, and it was just a feel good day, you know, kind of for everybody. Uh, then we had Detroit come to town and uh, Bug Eaters, so we've had several, and we always had solid performances in, in all these uh, all these games. And it was kind of capped off by the uh, Real Betis game. I mean, it's not every day you have a Spanish giant. Uh, who on one Sunday is uh, putting away Real Madrid, and then the next Sunday they're in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, <laughs> taking on uh, world power uh, Chattanooga FC. So, and uh, going down one goal. Yeah, going down, which yes. was insane. Yeah, which is insane. We also had matches with AFC Mobile. You know that I, that was great. You know, hey, mine of Abram, I see you out there. Um, so it was it was great to see them, uh, a club that I've been following on on Twitter as well, and following. Uh, online um like he said bug eaters uh love the name Did, you know uh, shout out to the farm hands that's right uh one of my favorite scarves is is a bug eaters scarf I, I tweeted this out to them I, I i put a bug eaters sticker on my water bottle i think i told you this i put it and i was walking i was walking and somebody probably i guess couldn't believe that that it was bug eaters and so they were like is that bougie I'm like, no, it's not. no, no, it's no, no need to get French on. It's just bug eaters. It's just the bug eaters. So, um, love their stuff, love that club. And, uh, so shout out to them for, for, and it was really great to have them. Although the weather was terrible. Weather was awful that but, game. Uh, and then we had Greenville, which was a little shock to the, I have to say shock to the system. I, you know, I, uh, did not expect, I should have expected Greenville to be, um, to be a, a tough match, I, I thought CFC based on the based on kind of the progression of what we saw through the friendly. Granted, these are friendlies, 
Um, but you know, a couple of really solid teams. Detroit is a, is a solid program. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're a solid team, and we that was a that was a good match. Now again, it was a friendly. It's hard to do, it's hard to know. So, kind of going into the Greenville match, I expected us to win, and we went, I think we went down. We were talking about this. We went down one, turned it around, and then gave up a late I think equalizer, yep. and that was really. I was like, wait a minute, this that's not supposed to happen. And uh, so th- I guess that was you know that was the first kind of sign. That you know, I, we we looked a little stretched. I have to go back and look at the game again. Um, you know, we the I think I, I believe even said on Twitter that the I can't remember if it was after this game or if it was after the the next home MPSL game that we'll get to. Uh, we weren't note taking at that time. We did not know <laughs> that a, a podcast was a, was a, yeah. about to happen. But I really felt at that moment that at that time that the the system seemed weird. I don't know. I didn't know. I don't know. And I don't know enough about soccer to really understand. But the the, the gap between the back line and the midfield seemed to be seemed to be large and there seemed to be something wrong with the system there seemed to be gaps opening up um the first time i really said okay i looked at the back line and said what what is going on with them and and watched it and then you know i was like the the next week real batiste comes in and we play like gangbusters now we've changed i think that's the only i think you guys can correct me if i'm wrong I think that's the only game we've played three in the back from the beginning, which I was in- encouraged by. I thought, hey, we found a new system, and we looked good in that system, and we looked dangerous in that system uh, with some real speed on the outside. Um, with uh, I think we played a three-four-three, so that still had those three forwards up top, really causing. You know, I think I think Batiste probably didn't expect a whole lot. And when they got that goal scored on them, I, I, I can't imagine what really went through their heads. Well, I mean, Jao, were, Jao Costa is still in uh, Real Batista's <laughs> nightmares. I mean, they, they had to be like, uh, what, what's going on? Um, and, you know, and then to come back and only lose four to three, you know, I, I was, uh, I was, I was encouraged. And I, you know, I think, I, th- I think then maybe the team was encouraged a little bit by that. And then we have the match that really kind of opened my eyes to what I was afraid. I was like worried about. And that was the, the first George revolution game, um, where we, where we lost uh, two, three in a hat trick, I think to, to their, one of their forwards. Um, I don't know what, how you felt about that match. Uh, I felt sad. Is, is that appropriate? <laughs> yeah, I felt sad. Yeah. No, I mean, I was disappointed by that. I was unable to attend that match. So I got information mm. secondhand, uh, but it, and, but going back and, and looking at that, it seems like we were undone in just a, a few scenarios, mental defensive lapses, and we were undone by speed, uh, which, you know, it's like they say, speed kills. And uh, But it, it does, like looking throughout the games, you're right. It, you kind of you kind of left the Real Batiste game with the warm fuzzies and then immediately get exposed in, in that next game and you get opened up for three against a team whose only win uh, was – Against was that, the, yeah, yeah, it was that game. <laughs> was that game? I mean, and and to this point, like that's that's their only win. So it's really strange to to think that that's the team that kind of has your number. And that kind of goes back to last year, like uh, that the Revolution have played uh, the last few games against CFC really really tough. So um, I don't know, maybe just in in CFC's head a little bit. Yeah, and Todd and I have talked about this. So on Twitter that night, I really dissected kind of the three the three goals, and after watching it. You know, I really saw some I'm some real structural problems with with the whole formation and and what I saw was happening. And 
So my kid, both of my kids have started off playing with playing center back. And so I watched that position. Um, I have a, I have a healthy respect for that position. A lot of people think, Oh, it's just a defender. But those Pete, those folks who play this position are, are um, put under constant pressure. And if they make a mistake, it's a goal. I mean, everybody else outside the goalkeeper has some backup, but if a center back makes a mistake, it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, um, a good chance. And we've talked about this and we're going to start, I, we're not going to talk about, at least I don't think we're going to talk really about individual players. I mean, it's, you know, these are, this is an amateur team. Um, you know, we love the club. We may get to the point where we talk about this, but right now I saw, I'm not here to really talk about, you can go to back to my Twitter feed and see what I see what I thought, but something changed. And, you know, I thought it was weird, but again, I don't know anything. Um, and nobody out there was asking for my opinion, but something clearly changed because when we got back and played enter, the formation changed. There were some personnel changes. Um, but most importantly, the formation changed. We went from, uh, kind of a, a two man pivot in the, in the defensive midfield to having that strong six, mm. um, and having the diamond in the middle was something that I think we've seen in the past with CFC before something that I've seen, you know, it, it's, I think it's coming kind of, and the, the national men's national team has played the diamond, um, you know, uh, over the, over the years, but it's kind of gotten, I thought it was kind of passe, man, you know, it was kind of, but it seems to really come back as a formation that, that is, is seems to be getting a little bit of a renaissance around soccer and we looked good. I mean, I'm not so sure Inter is very good, but we looked really good in that formation. I don't know how you felt about that change. And well, I think I think a lot of times you got to look at your personnel, and you know you kind of have to play. Sometimes a formation, if you know, if your personnel dictates a certain formation, you may want to play a four-three-three, but your personnel just doesn't necessarily um, equip you to do that. But you know, the diamond it, it seems to be something that that Bill has has. Uh, kind of landed on and now he's found you know the personnel he wants to run and he's maybe he's sticking with that now and you know consistency is probably like the biggest thing going forward is you know being able to have the same people in the same positions and be able to rely on that like you know game in and game out um, and I've wondered sometimes like uh, there was a lot of player over the course of the spring, there was a lot of players coming in and out in formation, a little bit of tweaks here and there, and mm-hmm. not there was no consistency. And that may have led to you know, us not starting out the NPSL season as strong in the back as we would like. You know, Maybe things have settled down now, and uh, that consistency is going to lead to some better results. I think it seems, seems like the last – I think the Nash, Inter-Atlanta and this last Georgia game, the center backs have been all the same. It's been Lima and Emerson and not Emerson. <laughs> Emerson, where did I get that? Now I can't remember Lima. his name. Lima yep. and, and twenty one. Oh, uh, Dunstan. There we go. <laughs> so, yeah, Dun- sorry, Dunstan. Sorry, yes, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jordan. Uh, yeah, so Lima and Dunstan seem to have I maybe solidified those two positions. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. We can maybe we'll talk about how we feel about those two players sometime in the future, but they seem to have um, kind of uh, been there. They seem to be the first, the first choice pair right? with uh, 
either uh, Soren and and then um, Bongo was on the other Sanchez. side. Sanchez, well, Soren and Sanchez seem to be maybe the I don't know maybe the fullbacks. Um, but to de- tonight we we saw some new players. Yeah, we saw Bongo, Bongo come in Bongo tonight. And, and who was on the other side? Oh, Soren was. Soren, Soren yeah. yeah. Soren. On the other side, you had uh, of uh, Dunson and Lemmy. You had Bongo and uh, and Soren. And uh, Bongo, he he's and he's big. He's, he's physical. Big. We we he's saw a couple big. players bounce off of him <laughs> like flies, and we we were we actually got to laughing about it uh, during the game because uh, you know the the Georgia Revolution players would try to get a little physical with him and just he would. I have to admit, I was a little worried when, when like that we go. I mean, we we talked about this on the on the the four two three um, rant that that first twenty minutes was tough and yeah, yeah capped off with a, a bad back a pass by bad, Bongo. Yeah, with a bad back pass by Bongo, and I, you know, I was worried because he looked he looks like a physical, strong, athletic player, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure he looked quick and and. We got undone by the quickness by that team in you know on the uh, you know, early June and um, or no yeah early June yeah, yeah June first um, and so I was worried and uh, we turned it around though he played fairly well I think for the rest of the I can't really think about any times really that we had much of a problem with the back line there was a bad back pass and then there was that strange play I think was it Lima that, that went down to block and. The ball got cut back, and and there's, uh, you know, I think our, I think again, Bongo may have gotten caught, um, a little bit of, of ball r- watching, running back, yep, and and leaving a late running midfielder, kind of that second run midfielder, with you know, kind of giving him an open shot from around the penalty spot. Um, and once but, again, I think you know that may come with familiarity. We hadn't seen Bongo come into the lineup till tonight. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, and once again, we kind of go back and we covered it on the rant. You know, the field conditions uh, were definitely – it was not the fort. Um, the Some people yeah. are all about natural grass. If this is your uh, yeah. natural grass field, I'll take the turf at Finley every day. Yeah, so I'm not sure when the potato harvest is going to come yeah. uh, down in Georgia, but <laughs> – but, it was rough. So he, but, he had a back he had a back pass and uh, it, it was weak and it was just magnified by how bad the pitch was and yeah. uh, put D'Amico in a bad situation left yeah. a, uh, led to a PK uh, that was uh, missed uh, much to uh, much to my yeah I have to say we we we've gone back and watched and I I encourage you to go back and watch that multiple times I wish we had different angles on that shot um, you know it's interesting that their announcers said before they took the shot that they had missed their last four penalties. So that would be five in a row. <laughs> so, so I, to be I, some sort of like statistical anomaly. I see it's, why yeah. they might have lost that. I, that's some kind of, that's a record, Georgia. Congratulations. Yes. That that's gotta be some kind of record. Um, and that puts us back, I guess, really up to the present day. We just had the second Georgia revolution game at that two, one win we just talked about. And then we go to Asheville. Uh, and right now I was trying to look at the, I was trying to see if we could have those standings. Did you write those down? So now I think we've got um, Asheville's in second, tied with us with three wins, one loss, and one draw. And then at the top, I guess, is Greenville, it's right? Greenville, with right. Three, they still haven't – I don't believe they've lost. So three wins, no losses, and three draws. It puts them on 12 points and puts us with a game in hand at 10, and us in Asheville. So that game in Asheville is really important. Um and, uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I haven't watched Asheville play. Um, but, uh, you know, I hope, I think I, I anticipate us coming back out in the diamond. 
Um, you know, I think we rested some, we rotated tonight, which I think right, is so, interesting. Yeah. So this is going to be a, a, a short rest because uh, this game's coming up on Tuesday night. So you're talking about yeah. only two days rest yeah. and then, uh, then playing on the third day. So I think it'd be, it was interesting. We didn't see Juan, who is a typically a go-to starter. We didn't see him come in until late. late in the game yeah. tonight. Uh, so I think we saw a little bit of squad rotation in that and, uh, so I, obviously they want to be able to bring Juan into that game. I would be guessing to hold down midfield. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I look at Asheville and look at Greenville and along with Chattanooga, and I think that's going to be your class of this division. And that's who's going to be battling out for that top spot. So going away to Asheville, uh, I think is going to be a, a tall order. Uh, they seem to be playing well, and anytime you go away is is always a uh, uh, it's always more difficult. And we play them two out of the next three games. Because I guess you know this is a this is a makeup I guess right this was is this the Asheville is this the makeup game for the rain or was it um, that was Internationville Internationville yeah Internationville yeah so we got we, we play them we come back and then turn around and, and go to Atlanta um, in Alpharetta and play Atlanta SC and then right back this is the next home game um, with Asheville again on the 29th at Finley. Uh, and I so that's the last uh, regular season home. It game. is the last regular season home game because then we go to Enter. And if you've never been to Enter Nashville, I encourage you to go and just look at. If you want to talk about a pitch, you can go and look at that. And then we go to Greenville. And then I guess after that, it's uh, you know we take. Uh, we, I guess it's playoffs, right? It's playoffs, and we see we see God where we are in playoffs. And then and then uh, we've got some big matches coming in August and September uh, that we'll, we'll we'll talk a lot more about in the future. So that's kind of puts us up to to now to present day, and um, we've been talking for about twenty five minutes now. So um, so I guess you got any kind of final thoughts about what kind of where we are and where we're going? No. Uh, I just look forward to, to for this podcast and seeing what it has for us. I mean, I saw a tweet today. Uh, it says the 423 podcast is coming, and somebody put, I don't really know what that means, uh, <laughs> and to which we're kind of in the same spot. We're not really sure what that means either, but we're going to uh, kind of fill this thing out, and we just appreciate anybody giving us a listen. And, uh, you know, hit us up on Twitter. We'll, we're, we're pretty quick with a Twitter to respond back. We look forward to any questions you may have. And don't make us pose our own questions. Well, hey, I, I think, you know, the person who was responding caught my Buffalo Springfield reference in the in, in my tweet from Chattagoon. It said there's something happening here. And I believe she responded what it is uh, ain't exactly clear. So she's, uh, you know, she caught she caught she picked up what I was laying down is what I'm saying. So I, I clearly was I'm not trying picking to, up what you were laying down. <laughs> I'm trying. She got in my head a little bit. I'm trying to see now. Who that was? I am so sorry. Uh, Disinterested yes. nemesis. Yes, that that is who it was. Who came back? So thank you. Shouts out to you. You you uh, you picked up uh, on that, and and it was not only the next line of the song, but very apropos since Absolutely. we nobody knows what the heck this That's is. That's right. That's right. I would like to emphasize this is a podcast and, and involving content and involving um, analysis that you have neither asked for nor want brought to you by people who may very well not know what we're talking about. So. 100% endorse what you just said. So, so, but like he said, please. We were just looking for a safe place to talk please. about CFC. That's right. And, and we have and found it. Yeah, so we, this is our safe space. And uh, we, we want your questions. We want your comments. Um, and so we want to, we're trying to try to do this about once a week. Like I said, uh, we'll try to do that. 
um, try to react, kind of give reactions right after the game um, for that four two three post match rant. Um, but please ask questions and please let us know kind of how we've done. Um, this is the first. This is literally the first podcast I have ever done, and I don't know about you. First one, yeah. So um, we appreciate the fifty of you who have followed us. Mom, thanks for listening, um, and the wife probably will listen. So I know we've got two listens. And uh, so hopefully we'll have some more. Um, we'll be back uh, after, I guess, after the next, uh, the Asheville game. Well, maybe we may, we may actually come back after Asheville and Atlanta with the next 4-2-3 soccer pod. We'll have something right after the Asheville game for kind of an immediate reaction to that match. Um, and then we'll come back and answer your questions. But hopefully. we know that you're out there and you're already craving this content. Yes. So hit us yeah. up at that Twitter. It's great footballer at GR8FTBLR. That yeah. comes from a, a commentary where uh, David Beckham had just scored and the announcer said, love him or hate him. You can't keep a great footballer down. Yeah, I, I don't know who that is. He plays for some other English club. I th- or used to play for an English club. I, I'm not really familiar with, with him. Um, but, and I'm at Chattagooner. Uh, if you are, uh, an Arsenal fan, uh, and you're listening to this cause you're also a CFC fan, go Gunners. And more than likely you're in therapy, not listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, if you are like, uh, if you are like our owner and some other people I know around the club and you are Tottenham fans, uh, you can stop listening now. So, um, <laughs> but thanks uh we will be back and uh again hit us up on twitter ask questions and next week it'll be less of us talking and more hopefully more of of kind of comment and questions from you so thanks a lot and uh, go cfc go cfc